to the second episode of The Lab. With me again is Brandon Weirig and Alex Trotter. Um, kind of picking up from where we left off, we were talking about uh, what are the most common imbalances or what do we most often see when a kid comes into the gym for the first time or any athlete that comes into the gym for the first time. Um, and, you know, what exactly happens day one with any athlete. Uh, so to kind of lead things off here, we'll kind of go with Brandon kind of see how does he go about taking a new kid into the gym and what he does with them on day one. You can get a pretty good uh, feel for a kid just by watching him warm up. Uh, we have uh, a pretty a dynamic warm up. It's kind of more of a, a speed drill style layout. I can get a pretty good idea of how stiff or unstiff their ankles are, how well their hip flexors move, how well they can get extension on the knee and the hip. Um, anyway, where from lumbar, thoracic spine mobility, um, and hamstring stiffness, and that's kind of where we start out in the warm-up. Um, the way our sessions are laid out, we do the warm-up speed, then lifting, so by the time the speed's over, I already have a pretty good idea of where their imbalances are, I can, you can tell which is their dominant leg, non-dominant leg, um, and we can take that into the weight room and uh, Alex can kind of take it from there on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just piggybacking off of Brandon, I mean, we talk about like pretty much each kid and then we kind of tailor their workouts and tailor their sheets, uh, so to speak, to like hit those imbalances first and foremost because that's what needs the most work. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff we'll do on the fly, you know, so if they have like uh, their left leg dominant in the hamstring and their you know right leg is weak, then, you know, we make them do like extra hamstring curls on that right side and stuff along those lines. But uh, as far as like the weight room goes, it's pretty much the easiest thing is just their posterior chain. So all their non-mirror muscles, because why would you train a muscle when you can't see it, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's like the biggest thing. But um, but it's also one of the easiest things to fix as far as that goes, you know, take them down to a box that, you know, they usually hip shift to like their dominant leg. So... Just like Brandon said, you know, we'll we spot that pretty quickly. Their abs are weak, you know, they're falling over in the squat. So it's it's easy for us to say, I guess, because we've been around it for so long. We've seen such like high level athletes come and go. Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of makes it good um, as far as like just nailing exactly what we need to be doing with that particular kid. Okay. What would you guys say sets you, I guess, no name apart? from like, you know, there's a few different strength conditioning companies here in the Dayton, you know, Troy area. Um, what do you guys think is like the big thing that sets you guys apart when a new athlete comes in, isn't really sure what they're looking for? I mean, if you haven't had what's good, how do you know what product they're providing you is good? You know what I mean? Um, what do you guys think sets you apart from other strength conditioning companies? I think we have a, we have a group of coaches that are really good are really great in specific aspects of this field. Uh, I think I'm a pretty good speed coach, agility coach, things like that. Alex is phenomenal in the weight room. Then we have, we get a little bit more into our sports specific stuff. We have our own resting program with Haley being out there in Arizona working for the Reds. We have a lot of great baseball and softball stuff. Mm -hmm. AJ being in Canada playing CFL, we can do football. And then we just have um, uh, a connection with other sport coaches where we can kind of bounce back and forth so it's kind of more like a community mm -hmm. to where I think we, where it's where we are separated from yeah 
Yeah, I, I get that question a lot. Um, you know, that most parents are just like so focused on like getting their kid into like the speed and the agility aspect when in reality, nine times out of 10, your, your kid's probably just too weak. Um, and that's a hard pill to swallow. But like at the end of the day, I have no problem like easing their mind and being like, well, like Brandon, like that's who you need to talk to. You know, he gets mm -hmm. NFL guys ready for their forties, you know, so you're talking, you know, uh, you, you have athletes that are essentially betting millions of dollars on their trainers and you know so that trust level needs to be there mm -hmm. so you know if NFL guys can trust <laughs> trust a little white dude to get them faster then <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the 12 year old down the street can do the same that's true that's really why we offer the one free trial session yeah yeah come in try it out go mm -hmm. you know, we, we encourage you go go someplace else try it out yep. you'll you'll know in five minutes that it's different yeah yeah quality I'll, I'll, yeah I think that's a bench every time. Well, what we started to notice as well is our, our athletes are talking more to us about it. And, you know, we'll send a couple off to college or they'll go back to their, you know, respective schools and they'll be doing the, uh, not a shot, but like a cookie cutter sheet. Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, when, when you're not as knowledgeable as what I feel like we are, it's, it's very more difficult to have a room full of athletes and to coach each and every one individually. Cause it, you know, you're constantly flipping back and forth on, Oh yeah. Like you're, you're weak in the shoulder or you're weak in the hamstring, you know? So it's like, you've got to constantly like reinnovate the wheel kind of thing on that specific kid. So, but like we've had a ton of athletes come to us and be like, Oh, like so-and-so in college can't <laughs> like what, why, why do I not have a good relationship with them? Like, why is their workout so easy? And then, like, we'll have high school athletes that come back, and then they're just, like, shitting the bed with weights that, like, they've done for reps. And it's just like, what are you guys doing? So then it's just, like, refixing them and rebuilding them back up. So we try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, <laughs> as a coach, you got to go into, I mean, we, I've trained yeah. multiple school sessions. You know, you don't have the... The space, yep. the equipment. You don't have the the strength coach athlete ratio, mm -hmm. so you got to take all them things into factors, and you have to go into your first workout with the idea of okay, these kids haven't touched a weight or done anything, yep. so I can't come in here on week day one, week one, and just bury them into the ground. Mm -hmm. So you know you got to <laughs> give them that 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 transition period, kind of let everybody catch up because yeah, not not everybody is doing the things that you've been doing all summer while you were here with us. So you know you yep. got to give them that transition mm -hmm. period so yeah but. yeah it's the same thing I mean even with us when we get a new athlete just like you know whatever the college coaches or whatever um, they, they don't know their background of what they've been doing or what they're capable of so it's also up to, up to the kids as far as like they know the athlete and the level that they themselves are on mm -hmm. so like you have to hold yourself to that standard because at the end of the day like we we hold you to a very high standard here you know like even when we have like new kids, it's pretty much just throw them in. Like mm -hmm. you got, you got to get through the workouts. Everybody went through like the really tough, like there's no way I'm going to finish this workout. Yeah. At the end of the day, like if you can come in here with just a mindset of just like put your head down and go 60 minutes, that, that's it. And then yeah. you're done. But <laughs> easier said than done when you're bent over, mm -hmm. choking your puke down. So, <laughs> so we have a, uh... Some of the, the more uh, novice lifters, I mean, we've got some mm -hmm. of these kids that come in, they're already, you know, uh, committed as a, a sophomore, junior to go play at the next level. Yep. We, have, we, mm -hmm. we take our, our novice lifters a little bit more 
and that we have like a reset, a one by 20, mm-hmm. this basic movement. I mean, mm-hmm. you got 20 reps to, we're going to coach you through the first five, first 10. How can you take those adjustments and move on? And we do kind of a full body push and a full body pull of, of a very lifts that we do a lot in here on that one set of 20. So you'll have like a single arm bench press, kind of see, okay, can you feel that your right arm or your left arm is a little bit off compared to your other arm, coordination-wise, strength-wise, things like that. So mm-hmm. we do have different levels mm-hmm. on, on first-day kids, too. So, yep. so, yeah, throw that in there. That's good to know because I know sometimes I've seen, you know, two different kinds of paradigms with trainers and strength condition coaches where you get that one strength coach who's, who's on you every single rep. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, that doesn't necessarily – translate to a sport where you don't have coach yelling at you every single movement you do you just gotta go you gotta learn to move yourself yeah and uh it's kind of nice to see like you guys do have like a wide spectrum of knowledge which i don't think many places do have and actually being able to see like the communication between you guys like you were already saying you, you want to work on speed brandon's your guy you mm-hmm. need to work on more sports specific things maybe aj baseball Haley, things of that nature um in terms of let's say you get a kid who um like we were talking about before, they leave for college, you know, how do you guys kind of work them back in? You know, if they do have that mental mindset of, oh man, I'm not nearly as strong as when I left. What do you guys kind of do in terms of getting them reintegrated again and then also mentally getting them back to where they were before they left? A lot of it's like, they're, you're, they got an idea of, okay, if they know they're detrained. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time to get back to where he was. I mean, so I mean their kids are a lot smarter than, I think other coaches give him granted for. Mm-hmm. And you sit there and explain to him, like, this is how this is how it is. You know, if we're at where we're at, we can't change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see what we can do and build off of it. Right. So Yeah. And, and, like, you know, we do a really good job, and I think that's what sets us apart, too, is building these relationships with the kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, just from a communication aspect, you know, like, a lot of the times, you know, like, uh, kids will come up and they'll ask you, like, oh, hey, like, what's this exercise again? Well, you tell me. Just take a guess. I, we just want to see like where you're at kind of thing because at the end of the day, like we are building you to go to college so then you know the movements already. Mm-hmm. You know, and that makes your job easier. That makes you look more of a uh, professional, I guess, in that aspect. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, and then just let it, letting them feel that frustration of like, no, I mean, you have to though. You have to. Because you, you need to learn, like, what it feels like to be like, oh, like, I'm not at the top of my game. This is what it feels like. Okay, how do I get there? Mm-hmm. You know? That makes sense. There's a lot of kids that, that are realizing. I mean, they've been at school for two months now, and they're already realizing, that, okay, I'm already starting to lose it. And mm-hmm. then our phones are blowing up. Like, I need to work out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Give yeah. me something extra. Either it's a workout or they got some type of, of nagging injury. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, um, mm-hmm. her, her groin was kind of flare up. I'm like, okay, let's. Take it back. Let's do these Copenhagen planks. Let's do some plate sliders. See how it feels. Yep. If it's still kind of nagging you, that's where I send her to you, for instance. Yep. But yeah, just having that that close relationship with kids, they'll they'll they got no problem. We we have no problem helping them out. You know. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they sure shit don't have a problem yeah. texting or DMing you <laughs> yeah. at two a.m. Like, why the hell aren't you in bed? <laughs> that's why we do this. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why we do this. We're here. We help. I guess in terms of then, let's go a little bit more into like those imbalances. Let's say, how do you guys feel about, I guess, some athletes going 110% into one sport as opposed to like, you know, having a multi-sport athlete? How do you guys think that impacts them as an overall athlete? Uh, it's, it's different now because you have, it's not like you, unless you're a football player, you don't have 
travel ball, you don't have all this other stuff. You have football season, and then you have an off season. Mm-hmm. To where if you're a baseball player, you're playing baseball all year, all year round. You're playing soccer all year round. Yeah. So it definitely uh, comes down to the sport. But uh, we just do a lot. It depends. Like we've got yeah. pitchers that come in and they got their shoulders are dropped, and you know we have uh, um, track athletes where their their block start leg is just you know almost uh, two times more explosive as their non mm-hmm. their their trail leg. So uh, I'm a big fan of um, unilateral training. Um, you know we um, I I think that if you can increase your single leg squat, your your bilateral squat's gonna come up whenever you get used to that that kind of nervous system adjustment with that weight coming back on your back. But uh, mm-hmm. that's that's just me. So I mean that's the way I attack that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty similar. Like the the more I've incorporated a lot more of unilateral movements because of Brandon, because um, I am seeing the results that you know his athletes have gone through. Um, you know, and we're trying to kill two birds with one stone essentially and not have those happen, but it, it does happen at the end of the day. And yeah. Um, have you guys noticed any like big differences between like multi-sport athletes and like one who's just specifically playing one sport? Yeah. Mental burnout. Yeah. Mental burnout. Yeah, okay. That is a big thing. And I just let the kids know, at least like, you know, from, from my perspective, and I guess I can speak for Brandon on this one too. Like if, if the kids need a break, just even mentally, then I want them to know that we have their backs on that. You know, so like if you need a, even a break from the weight room, take it. Like let us know, take it. Because like we've we've all been there. We played sports our entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, and bouncing all around like we we understand the you're mentally gonna burn out before your your body starts shutting down. Yeah. This this week we've, I've had four kids shoot me texts like hey, I need to I need to recovery day yep. you know it's the you gotta throw in the other factors it's the last week of the quarter for a lot of these kids you got all these exams you know the final grades coming in you gotta yeah. take that into factor mm-hmm. uh basketball season starting up either girls started last week boys start this week so yeah, you know so that, there's a crossover there they had conditioning out the ass all last week so they can come into practice feeling yeah in shape or whatever so there's just a lot of other factors there that you have to really consider which is just so damn dumb the conditioning aspect of it, it drives me up a wall. You you have like kids that just came from a fall sport. They have less than a week off because it, it's not mandatory, but they they mandatory it. Mandatory. You know? Yeah, and then you got them running a mile plus stairs, and then you go and work out. Like you're you're not doing anything as a coach other than just being lazy. Like you can. Oh yeah, I mean it's like, it's, it's more than just just. Muscle imbalances, you know, right. it's, it's hormone imbalances, it's yeah. things like that that kind of just start taking them. Cortisone starts shooting through the roof because right. the, the load's too high for these kids to handle, and then yeah, and then they yeah, and then they wonder and they'll blame us on oh well, why does so and so not get to play week one? Why? Because you ran them to the dirt. Like <laughs> they were pretty good when they left here. Or, or it's yeah. like okay, we just did all this. Some of the, the high school coaches are up there like okay, we we did a. a a mile around the track for basketball, then we finished <laughs> with stairs, and then we went and hit a leg day all in, yeah. in an hour and a half. Why are you going to us for extra? It's like, well, somebody's got to take care of them. Somebody's got to, you know, make yeah. sure that everything's working mm-hmm. properly. They're mentally okay, physically okay, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and things like that. It's not they're coming in this, we're going to work them out more. It's how can we keep them together. glued together <laughs> yeah. what you just did. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it. 
it makes our job more difficult, but it makes it creative and fun yeah, at the you, same time. Every human is different, so you know yeah. what one person does is it's not an assembly line where you just do the same thing over and over again. <laughs> no. It's it's that'd be boring real yeah, quick. You can, everybody's got a different problem. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of like, if you guys do get that. That, I guess not so nice feedback from one of the strength coaches or one of the coaches. How do you guys go about handling that? Like, what kind of line of communication do you? I mean, some talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I do it a little, it's, but it's you. You don't want to. That can be a rocky, a rocky it's road. Definitely a, a bridge that I have. I've learned my lesson on sometimes. I guess you could say. You don't want to. You can't lie to the kid. Mm-hmm. You can't say that, okay, the dude ran two miles for a basketball and say that's not that's not going to help you basketball. I'm not going to sit there and tell the kid that he got better doing two miles of running for basketball. I'm not going to do that. Nope. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to – some of these kids have got no problem going back to these coaches and saying, hey, this is <laughs> <Yeah>. dumb. <laughs> yeah. No filter. So, yeah, yeah I don't know if that's true. part it's, of it's what a, we've done. Or... It's a, uh, <laughs> oh, man. The education uh, – there needs to be a – Minimal bioenergetic mm-hmm. class for coaches to take, and mm-hmm. and any coach at any level. Mm-hmm. So that would save a lot of injuries. It would save a lot of burnouts. It would save a lot of headaches. It would save. It would save a lot. Yeah, understandable. Not to mention keep the kids a little healthier, so they're yeah. not just like you were saying, getting run into the ground, and then mm-hmm. mentally maybe not being as happy with the sport that they're trying to enjoy. Yeah, I mean yeah. you. I could probably count on one hand that how many kids are excited that the season's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely seen some of that this year. No, you know, I, I got two weeks left. I'm just ready for it to be over. You hear that yeah. all the time. Yeah. You never hear a kid look like, unless they're a senior. Yeah. That they're yeah. sad that, okay, the season's over. That's and it's true. still kind of, you still got mixed emotions there. Yep. And you just kind of, you just, you just like mirror them. You roll with them. You know, like, if they're sad about it, then, like, okay, like, explain why. You know, like, is this, is this, like, the end of the road for you? Or is it, like, going to be, like, a sad motivation thing? Like, that you're going to feel this later on, and you're going to be like, all right, like, I want to go play in college now. Stuff like that. Understandable. But, yeah. So, let's say you've had someone who has, you know, they experienced an injury. Um, how do you guys go about, you know, they're going to have that change in how they want to move, maybe some avoidance patterns. How do you guys go about, you know, working them back into a program maybe after the season safely? Uh, I break my movements down into three. I go technique first. Okay, let's just get the technique worn down, technique portion mm-hmm. down. Person coming off and uh, um, let's say a, a dominant leg ACL. Now they're kind of trying to figure out how to move again. Let's break down the, the technique portion of either the sprint mechanics, the deceleration, the change of direction, all that kind of stuff. Let's break that down slowly. 60% or less, 40% or less. Mm-hmm. Kind of start figuring that out. Let's, let's add a little power to it. Let's add some plyometrics to it. Can we kind of come out of a break and maybe plant and add a little small jump to it, get the power coming through it, and then once we get through that, that's when we'll put it all together and put technique and power together and find speed. Yeah. Nice. And before you know it, though, that, that mental hurdle – that they inevitably have that most kids are just scared to talk about because like they don't they don't want to disappoint a coach they don't want to like disappoint themselves you know and so it's 
and that's what I tell them a lot too. Like I, I talk to a lot of the kids that have gone through like a knee surgery and stuff like that, because like as an athlete, that sucks. Like your entire life just got flipped upside down, everything. And like every goal that you set out to do that year is not happening. You know, so now you're, you're talking like, all right, like my next goal is to like walk across the room, you know? And then like at no point should I be sweating doing that, <laughs> you know, but like, that's what it you know, takes. But then like, <laughs> What Brandon was saying, like, if you gradually do that, they don't have that mental hurdle of, like, okay, now my brace is off. Now we're going full speed. What happens when I do cut on it? Because they, they've just built that confidence up without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's something that I definitely wish that, like, I had when I went through, like, my knee surgery, you know. Because I was essentially just handled like a like an old, old man, you know. <laughs> it was just, like, I mean, that's what it was. And then... Yeah, I remember like I came back here and I got with like my old strength coach and he was like, you know, it's it's reconstructed, it's put together, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, then it won't break. So then he was just like, let's go. And, Sweet Lord. Yeah, and just started just like upping the intensity and the frequency of it, but same thing, you know, it was baby steps and then just being more explosive with it. So if you could have been the strength coach you needed back then, mm-hmm. how would you have changed how you handled your care? I think I would have handled them more like an athlete, like um, athletes thrive on goals and they thrive on like having that motivation to like prove somebody else wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just being like, Hey, um, I need you to do 50 leg lifts. We'll just break it down. You know, you're mm-hmm. a couple weeks out. And, uh, so they end up doing 50 and I'm like, all right, do you have any more? And then 99% of the time they're like, yeah, I can do more. And then you just start letting them do it. So then before you know it, they're doing it on their own. Mm-hmm. So then they come back and they're like, oh, like, yeah, I can do this stuff now. Like, move, move me on to the next one. All right, like, prove it. And then they do it and they're like, oh, yeah, they have been doing their homework. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're, as much as the kids think <laughs> that we don't know, like, you can tell the ones that are putting in that extra little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because right, you can just see it. Like, the body doesn't lie. Yep. So. Bingo. It's the atmosphere is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never come off like a, a major surgery like that, but just seeing like even people that you bring over, not yeah. <laughs> but, uh Yeah, you got you got one day. <laughs> <laughs> you got a you got a, like a physical therapy or like a hospital type setting where yeah. it's kind of like okay, you got a, a ninety year old person beside you doing yeah. whatever type rehab touring where, more than you <laughs> <laughs> tour. You can come over to our side. You know, it's a, it's a gym. The music's loud. There's other athletes running around, mm-hmm. the intensity is a little higher, so that kind of okay. I'm mentally, I'm kind of in a little bit better situation. Yeah. So I think that plays a huge role. Okay. Yeah, I think so as well. They'll push themselves just that little extra bit. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you guys go about controlling the people who over push, who are maybe, you know, they're doing their homework, but maybe they also aren't taking that time to recover. They're working out like three or four times a day. They've had multiple injuries. They just think more is better, so they're working out all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you guys go about reining that person in? Uh, I think that we, it starts off with the pre-meeting. Okay, let, yeah. we're going to do what we're going to do, and more isn't always better. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this moment you're in right now, it sucks. You mm-hmm. don't want to go back to that moment. So let's just we're going to do the bare minimum, get the maximum results, and progress that way. Yeah. And it's just like like subtly throwing in questions like within the conversation that like answers like uh oh man you i don't know like i just make a joke out of it like you look like hell today 
How'd you sleep last night? <laughs> oh, I stayed up until 1230. I couldn't sleep. Why? Oh, I had an energy drink at eight o'clock. What the hell did you do that for? You know, so it's just like kind of letting them make their stupid decisions and like, I don't know, gently telling them that, <laughs> hey, you're an idiot today. So let's not do that again. And a night, basically more nice, subtle way of doing it. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty good. I like, I mean, I definitely noticed like when the kids who, I mean, we've had a few, you know, patient athletes who yeah. having that talk sometimes, I mean, you guys could tell them as many times as possible. Sometimes it's got to come from, you know, multiple words of mouth mm -hmm. where I've heard you guys talk to one person in particular multiple times about it. And then I, I added it again. And then it was like, all of a sudden it's clicked. And then we finally had to bring them in away and yep. <laughs> doing a lot better now. But, um, I think the big thing for kids to understand is that monitoring your volume is important, but then also it's what you do after. So the aspects of, are you sleeping enough? Are you eating enough? You know, water, drinking water, water. Yes. Oh. Like getting all of those in it's and like making sure allergic that to it. <laughs> as you drink a bang, uh -huh. <laughs> gotta have the energy to deal with these hooligans. <laughs> But I think it's just important that, you know, if you're going to put in all this hard work, that you got to make sure that you're also doing the hard work on the recovery side of things, too. Mm -hmm. And that's when, you know, you do get that one person who does get injured. And it's like their eyes get open, but in a not so great way. Mm -hmm. Because now they've had that injury and now they have that whole process. And what do we know about recovery, rehab and the boring stuff of PT is that patience is, is a virtue for a reason. Mm -hmm. Right. You kind of lay out the number side of it where it's like, okay, I see you for two or three hours out of 168. Mm -hmm. yeah. You think you're really going to get a lot of gains at, in three out of 168? It's, it's not going to happen that way. It's it's the, the other, you know, 165 hours. What you do with that and how you take care of yourself in that time window is where you're going to really start to separate yourself. It's the non-pretty stuff. The non-pretty stuff? Yeah. Understandable. Well, I mean, yeah, just think about it. Like, if... I mean, we all have wives, and this is not a shot towards them, so love you. But if it is, it <laughs> yeah. is what it is. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we'll, each of us have been in, uh, I don't know, 25 to 50 pictures, all in the same pose, and they'll post it one time. It's the same thing. <laughs> like, you got to go through all the boring stuff in order to find the correct way to do things. Then you can get into the flashy stuff. <laughs> yeah. If, if. Yeah, if you did everything else right, if you ate your veggies. Exactly. Not bad today, guys. Not bad. I enjoyed that. Um, so what we'll probably end up covering for next time, um, just looking off my list here, uh, we'll probably go a little bit more into the importance of sports-specific training uh, for different level of athletes as opposed to just a general athleticism. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more next time. But what I just want to say again, guys, is just thanks for listening. Um, again, if you have any topics you want us to cover, uh, you know, leave a comment below on the video. Or you can message, message us on Insta Instagram, just not at 2 in the morning. Um, also, uh, like the video, subscribe to the page, and uh, add us to your notifications. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.